At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back. It is betting across America here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you on a Thursday. A lot happening. Stanley Cup final day off, but the Lightning lead that series two game to none. We have a game five in the NBA, and we have a full card of baseball and a few games already well underway. James Salinas, uh, who's with us, of course, from Denver. Uh, the Red Sox are having a nice day as a minus 240 favorite. Uh, it's 15 to nothing in the bottom of the eighth, and the Red Sox uh, are going to extend their lead to three and a half games in the AL East after just thumping Kansas City this afternoon. Another great start from Eovaldi as well. Now, got great run support, so that always helps the uh, pitcher out. But Eovaldi has pitched incredibly well so far this year for the Red Sox, in particular pitching in Fenway. He has been, been basically lights out in Fenway this season, and I think he's only given up two home runs. He's only given up, I think, three or four home runs all season, only two in Fenway, one coming last week when they were trying to stretch him out for eight innings, trying to close that out against the Yankees, and really just was a dead arm there with 110 pitches thrown. So Ivaldi, I think that's the biggest surprise here for me with the Red Sox. Not only so much for this game, but how well he's pitched all season long. Uh, and I think for for Boston going forward, we were talking about Chris Sale in the last segment here. Uh, if you get anything, if Chris Sale is able to come back and give anything right now, clearly Boston to me is the most complete team in the AL East. Red Sox right now will be uh, well currently three. Will be three and a half. 
uh, by the end of uh, the end of this one, which uh, again, if you're the, the Royals, just trying to get to the end here without burning out your bullpen so badly today. Uh, the Seattle Mariners, James, have been like, defying logic. Let's let's put it that way: defying logic. The worst batting average in baseball. A, a big run differential to the negative side. They're leading the Blue Jays in Buffalo today, leading five-two in the top of the ninth inning and looking to take a series against the Jays, who are trying to hang on in that AL East race, but Seattle hanging around. They'll be if they hold this three-run lead, four games over 500 here on the first of July, amazingly enough. And another really good start out of Kikuchi. He's yes. always good for he pitched seven innings again today. I've been playing him a lot when it comes to innings pitch. His innings the props for him have been, as far as outs are concerned, usually sitting around 15 and a half, 16 and a half. He is consistently going six, six, six. This time he went seven innings today against a really t- talented Blue Jays lineup. We know that. Seven innings, one earned run, just five hits, six strikeouts. He's got great control. And you know how he the way that we pitch here, it's kind of contrary to what we see in big league baseball. Now, all these fireballers, he's actually a pitcher. He works both sides of the plate. He works the eye level. He works off the black, changes speeds. Uh, he's been a great addition to this pitch for this Mariners team. And, yeah, I think completely to your point, Jeff, completely exceeded expectations. I don't think anybody expected the Mariners at this point in the season, almost to almost the All-Star break midway point, being three games over 500. No, I, this is wild what they're doing right now it just uh the way that they have that they have held up uh is uh surprising uh, again a team that just isn't any good uh four games over 500 they uh James they have a better record than the Yankees right now which is uh something that uh, should not be happening at this point the uh, Yankees obviously coming off a disastrous loss last night against the Angels uh the Twins and the uh, White Sox uh, getting a little chippy off the field in that series with the uh the uh, Giolito Donaldson spat that uh, turned into a very bizarre press conference from Josh Donaldson yesterday. Uh, the, a struggle for Jose Barrios through four. He's allowed 11 base runners, but yet the Twins, as a plus 133 dog, leaded four to three in the top of the fifth with a four run fifth, James. Eventually, you're going to have to get into that Twins bullpen soon enough, yes. though, and I think that's where the problem is. I mean, here's a team. We talked about Seattle exceeding expectations. How about a team that is well below expectations? You're talking about the Minnesota Twins. 12 games under 500. Didn't get off to a good start, and I know the, the weather was absolutely miserable. Still don't know how they were building an outdoor stadium there in Minnesota for, for early season games, but but yeah, sitting where they're at right now, I mean, they're, they're a half a game ahead of the Royals for last place i thought it'd be detroit wasn't it detroit that was supposed to be bringing up the rear in the al central right now it's the twins are just a half a game out from being last in that division incredible uh for sure the twins leading four to three as they play in the bottom of the fifth inning on the uh on the south side of chicago you are listening to betting across america i'm jeff parles james salinas as always in denver and now with us it is Aaron Bruski, who is the founder of HoopBall.com. Aaron, thank you for being with us today. Good time. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, a lot of a lot of question marks going into tonight's matchup between the uh, the Hawks and the Bucks. Here's what we do know: Clint Capello was just ruled in, so we'll see him tonight. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo obviously ruled out earlier with the hyperextended knee. What that leaves, we don't know what the status of Trey Young is yet. 
Aaron, um, let, let's just for the sake of this question, let's say Young is unable to play. So both the superstars on each side are out. How do you look at this matchup if there's no Young, obviously no Giannis tonight? Yeah, you know, I look at this as a lot of found money. If you're going to be a Hawks backer, because let's just say that Young decides to suit up, you're probably going to get some value there. Uh, but without him, they still have tremendous talent on that Hawks squad. And you subtract even any of the big three out of Milwaukee, and they're already in trouble with their depth. When Dante DiVincenzo went down, they had guys like Bryn Forbes have to play an outside role. And, and they really just don't have anybody beyond their core group that they can tap into the rotation. Um, you might even see some ten, um, Tenacis and, and Titacumpo in this game here tonight. That's how bad things are for the Hawks. So whether you're looking at starting lineups or bench rotation for the Hawks against the Bucks, they have the player advantage. So, um, you know, of course, they're going to come out swinging in Milwaukee. The crowd's going to be hype. But, uh, you know, Bogdan Bogdanovich, you put the ball in his hands, he gets better as he shoots the ball more. So uh, they actually have offensive focal points. I really like the Hawks in this one. Well, and Aaron, you still thinking about Bogdanovich, his knee, he's been nursing that knee injury all series long, and it really clearly looked like it, it definitely hurt his shooting ability the first three games. Looked like there was no problem with his knee in game four. A lot of pep to his step, obviously shooting the ball very well and a lot of confidence, not only for Bogdanovich, but that entire team. And you think about no Trey Young in there. Well, Lou Williams steps in, first career playoff start, 80-some-odd games, and he's getting his first start. Sensational performance out of Lou Williams as well as Cam Reddish saw a lot of minutes in that game. I'm kind of looking at this matchup here with Cam Reddish. He had 23 minutes in the last game, and I think now getting more competitive legs under him from being gone from the roster for so long, I think we might see more minutes for Reddish and more of assignment for Reddish, getting his length, his strength, and his athleticism, getting out there to guard Middleton and really kind of bother Middleton. What did you see out of not only Lou Williams, but also Cam Reddish in the last game that you think might be able to apply here in this game five matchup? What was great about that game is that the Hawks really needed to scale up their athleticism to counter Giannis and some of the stuff that Chris and Drew were doing. And they ended up getting that out of Cam Reddish. Um, they gave him an ultra green light to shoot, which was pretty hilarious. But it also, you know, talking about some of the offensive struggles that the Hawks had in the fourth quarter of game three, you know, you take Trey Young out of the equation, all of a sudden Milwaukee's got to defend sort of five different defenders instead of one focal point. So, um, you know, with that going on, with guys like Cam Reddish, who, you know, he could get his shot whenever he wants. You know, it's not necessarily a good one, um, but it makes them dangerous and you saw cam reddish come out provide defensive air support against Giannis, also against chris middleton and then anika akungwo anika akungwo i think i'm getting that right is really a force to be reckoned with down low that hasn't gotten anywhere near the minutes that you would expect a player of his caliber to get in this series now if Giannis is out all of a sudden some of the reasons you would want him on the floor aren't there anymore but what they found in Atlanta with those two players is really two guys that you can trust a little bit in a, in a big series with athleticism that can get their own shots, that can help defensively. And when you get back to the Bucks, they now only have two offensive engines, just Drew Holiday, just Chris Middleton. They got some other players that can do some things, but one of those guys is already passive in Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton now all of a sudden has a bunch of different guys that can defend him. I look for this to be a low-scoring affair, and I look for the Milwaukee Bucks to get shut down. Aaron Bruski with us right now here on Betting Across America, a hoop 
Aaron-Ball.com to find all of Aaron's great work. Get him on the tweets as well, at his name, at Aaron Bruski. Uh, Aaron, just uh, I, I want to look at this from the Bucks' perspective here because this, after getting by Brooklyn, it seemed to be, all right, it's the Hawks. They're coming off a series where, yeah, they won, but were they, were they really the better team in that seven-game series against Philadelphia? You have home, home court. You have the uh, the best player in the series. You have the better, the much better team. And now this Giannis injury happens for for guys like Middleton and Holiday, who they look they mortgaged some of the future to get Drew Holiday this offseason. Middleton is a multi-time All Star. What what is the the performance that is needed from those two tonight and moving forward if Giannis is not available for the rest of this series to get through Atlanta? They're going to need to see just a, co- a continuation of the performances on defense that you've seen out of Drew Holiday. He's been an incredible disruptor. Some of his defense belongs on Hall of Fame reels this series. Um, so he'll have to keep that up. Chris Middleton will have to do that as well on both ends of the floor. Um, they're going to need Brooke Lopez to to hit about five or six threes. They're going to need Bobby Portis to hit a couple threes. I mean, these are the guys that they're relying on to make up the shortfall for, for Giannis. Um, it's going to take a total group effort. It's going to take something of an implosion out of Atlanta for them to get this game here. And and what's interesting that I'm seeing is, you know, they're not really ruling Giannis out for, for the rest of this series. You know, he's still up on odds boards. The odds are real aggressive in favor of the Bucks right now. I'm kind of curious just to see, will he come back in game six, even if it's just in a 10 to 15 minute role? you know, something just so other guys don't have to play and, and the gamble that those guys will be taking by doing that, if they indeed decide to do that, these hyperextended knees, you know, we track a lot of injuries over here. They are the most random of the injuries that we come across. So you'll see a guy, his knee just kind of do what Giannis has did. And then he bounces back in a week and you're like, how in the world did that happen? Um, but they're going to need a combination of all of those things because the talent deficiency, you know, the Hawks that just have seven, eight, nine players that are actually good NBA players and they're performing in roles that fit that team. Aaron, thinking about roles, we talked about role players. Jeff and I were talking about there's a lot of player props that we can get involved with. And I think for for at least for my side, when we're talking about Milwaukee, I'm looking at betting against the number of uh, some human achievement on this side for the Bucks, namely Chris Middleton. Now we know he's going to have to be the focal point to score the basketball with Giannis being gone. Uh, but I also think that's going to be the focal point for Atlanta defensively, who's going to they, they're going to have the ability to rotate a number of different bodies and different looks at Chris Middleton. Think about from Middleton from the minds, basically between the ears for Chris. Is this something? Is this a game? Do you think he's got the capacity? We've seen uh, he has a showing every once in a while. He showed up once in Game Three. I haven't seen him since in any of these other games in this series. I just don't know if he's just got that competitive drive in him that's somebody that I trust to say he's going to be a guy that's going to step up here, shoulder the scoring load, and go score 30-plus points in this game tonight for the Bucks to lead them to a victory. That's um, It's an achievable number, the 30. Um, but that said, uh, and, and I do believe he has the, the constitution to go out there and say, okay, I need to be the guy. I need to go out and take as many shots as I can lift and get good looks at the same time. I think he gets limited a lot by the Giannis conundrum. You know, Giannis, the franchise player, they tilt the offense towards him. They let him take bad shots. Drew Holiday is one of those players that can feed into that sort of uh, unproductive offensive experience at times when he's 
being passive when he's taking bad shots himself. Um, so Chris gets kind of caught in the middle of all that. I, I look at him as the most stable Bucks player that's out there. When I was looking at Bucks finals MVP odds, I was looking at his odds and even Drew's odds. Um, they've kind of gone through the roof now uh, because of the situation that they're in. But back to the Atlanta defense, they have multiple guys. Even their bad defenders profile well against Chris Middleton. Bogdan Bogdanovich is a bad defender. He actually profiles decently here. Kevin Huerta profiles decently here. But you get to the Cam Reddish. You get to the fact that Milwaukee no longer has Giannis to tear apart the inside. And the tearing apart of the inside, it occupies Clint Capella. It occupies John Collins. So all of these guys now are going to be swarming on Chris. 30 is an achievable number for him in this game. But I don't think he's going to have a good game offensively. So do, do with that what you will. Aaron Bruschi with us right now here on Betting Across America, the founder of HoopBall.com. Aaron, I want to move over to the team we know is going to be playing in the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns knock out the Clippers with a blowout victory last night, 130-103 to to advance to the first final since 1993. And Aaron... Uh, there will be people that will say, oh, they took advantage of injuries and, and AD got hurt in round one. No Jamal Murray in the second round. Kawhi Leonard wasn't there in the in the conference final. But, Aaron, this has been a pretty impressive run by Phoenix through these Western Conference playoffs, taking advantage of every single thing that has gone their way here. And here they are, Chris Paul and company, in their first final. Yeah, and, and uh, full disclosure, I have a lot of Suns futures. I really thought that they could beat the Lakers. And I think that, you know, outside of Utah at the time, I probably had the Suns number two in my power rankings entering into the playoffs. And it's because of their, uh, it's their depth. It's their high-end talent. It's the fact that they've got a tool for every situation. They can play small. They can play a little bit big. Uh, Monty Williams has really grown into his own as a coach. Uh, Chris Paul still does some Chris Paul stuff, as we saw last night. Um, and his effectiveness is actually a question mark, I think, heading into this upcoming series. But they have every tool to go to. And when we look ahead and we go, OK, are they going to play the Bucks? Are we going to play the Hawks? You know, the, the Bucks, if they end up being the team that advances, they will not hang with Phoenix whatsoever. Um, kind of with or without Giannis, but without Giannis, it's going to just be a foregone conclusion. With Giannis, still so many players. You go up and down the roster, Mikael Bridges is going to be the next Kawhi Leonard, um, and he's just sort of hanging out there at 25 minutes per game. Cam Johnson's been outstanding in this series. DeAndre Ayton, when put into good positions, has been good. Uh, Devin Booker has been somewhat limited because of the broken nose, but he still can control the game. And and you just keep going down the line. Milwaukee does not have that firepower. Atlanta, interestingly, does. And and you look at the matchups between those two teams, and Phoenix will pr probably be, you know, uh, minus 200, minus 300 favorite against the Hawks, if I had to guess off the top of my head. Uh, they're They're much closer than that in terms of talent, in terms of execution. And both teams have guys that can cover the other team. So it'll be interesting to see how those teams generate offense. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Phoenix, they have no holes. So uh, other than Chris Paul, Chris Paul, if he gets out there and he plays a little bit passive, if he plays, he can't make shots. I mean, this is coming off of a huge game he had last night. But prior to that, he actually was quite bad. So um, that might be their one and only weakness, which is interesting because he's the MVP or probably the, the finals MVP favorite right now. Aaron, I want to get your assessment of co head coach Monty Williams. 
of the the Phoenix Suns. He's constantly peaching preaching poise and professionalism. We see his mannerisms. He's very calm and collected, and I think that rubs off onto that team. It's a very, outside of Chris Paul and maybe Crowder, it's a very young team and really follows the lead of Coach of Coach Williams. Can you give an assessment of kind of what he's been able to do with this young Suns team? Obviously, the addition of Paul in the offseason coming over and take over the the offense and facilitate and be the leader on the, on the floor, but I just think off the floor, when it comes to Monty Williams, they really this young team really feeds off off of uh, off of his professionalism and i think we saw that play out last night where they kept their cool they kept their poise as opposed to a few of the other clippers on the other side that did not well i, I know most people probably know his backstory if not look it up it's it's pretty um intense and amazing at the same time so he has a lot of life um you know wisdom that he can bring to the table and that's the kind of stuff that nba players they love, you don't get that much of it, you know, out there in the industry. So when somebody can come in and actually help them on off the court stuff, that helps bring credibility to the job they do on the court. Now, Monty Williams struggled early on as a coach. Um, I think it helped that he was with Chris Paul in New Orleans. Um, he recently had a quote about how Chris Paul and Devin Booker have been um, getting along saying, um, you know, a relationship between two star players is kind of like two porcupines keeping each other warm. And these guys have learned how to remove the quills. And I think the, the, the bifurcation of what's going on with Chris Paul as sort of the storyline right now, while Devin Booker takes a little bit of the back seat as the best player, I think that that has gone well for them. Um, but he's a kind of guy that can dole out criticism in ways that, NBA players aren't going to get offended by, and that's a really hard line to walk. I, there's only a handful of coaches that I see out there that really, really can do it and command the respect of the locker room. So when you got that, you know, that's kind of just removing all of the dissonance that, that could possibly come into play that could upset players that could get them, you know, riding the roller coaster. So you're just seeing a nice, even keel effort from these guys all year long, even in the betting markets. I mean, these guys just consistently got the job done. And so um, it's it's good to see, you know, it's a great story that Monty Williams has been able to bounce back and, and have that kind of an experience. It's good to see Chris Paul in the finals. Um, I did think they partied a little too much last night. Um, we'll see, you know, maybe Atlanta or Milwaukee will do the same thing. But I kind of expect whoever comes out of the East saw that and might come in and say, hey, you know, guys, we haven't taken care of business yet. Let's be a little bit more focused. You wonder if, if Phoenix maybe celebrated a little too much, but uh, He's got a great feel for the team, and he's going to be fine in the finals. He's Aaron Bruski. Get him on the tweets at Aaron Bruski, hoop-ball.com for all of his great work. Aaron, thank you for being with us today. Anytime, guys. Have a good one. You as well. Uh, J James, Monty Williams is a very easy guy to root for. That's all I'm going to throw out there uh, with, with the story, with, with the uh, – with the, uh, with the uh, death of his wife a few years ago, it, it seems like an incre incredible human being to begin with. Uh, and uh, his team now in the NBA Finals. Again, incredible story all the way around for Phoenix. He's just a, he's a tremendous leader. We're seeing that play out. Yeah, they partied pretty hard last night, <laughs> but they've got a week to dry out, Jeff. They've got a full week to dry out, refocus, get ready for the finals because it doesn't start until a week from Thursday. I, I think they're going to be just fine. I think they're going to be just fine. And in all honesty, if there weren't still some pandemic-related uh, things in place, it would have probably even been wilder with it being in L.A. When we get back, we're going to get wild in the NFL. That's next on Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ron Flat, a racing pod, covers racing and race. Jonathan Kinchin of Fox Sports discusses the first half of racing year, as well as progress that the sport has been able to make or may not have been able to make in the past year to answer diversity questions. Trainer Mike Stidham talks about the Dubai World Cup winner Mystic Guide and his comeback in Saturday's Suburban Stakes at Belmont Park. South Point Sportsbook Director Chris Andrews handicaps weekend races. Download the Ron Flatter Racing Pod every Friday at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by First Bet. It is betting across America. I'm Jeff Parles, live at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas, as always, in Denver. Happy to be with you here on a Thursday. James, it's time to get wild in the NFL. We're, James, it's uh, it's July, so we're two months away 
From the NFL season beginning, of course, uh, Tampa and Dallas will begin our season uh, for the NFL this year. But let's start in the AFC, the wild card odds via BetMGM. And this is interesting to me. The two short shots in the AFC wild card to just be a wild card. Again, if you win the division, you'll lose here. Are the co-favorites right now in the AFC North? The Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns at plus 170 apiece. Then the Chargers at plus 210. And then this is where this gets interesting here, James. Where two big division favorites in Buffalo and Kansas City have the fourth and, and fifth shortest odds at plus 240 and plus 260 on Buffalo and Kansas City. Everyone else north of 3-1 to one to get a wild card, James. Uh, I just looking at this list right now, the teams that stand out are those North teams and also the AFC South teams is Indianapolis at plus 325 and Tennessee at plus 350. James, to me, both of those AFC South teams are making the playoffs. Maybe you take a shot on both of them and whoever doesn't win the division, uh, you end up getting, uh, you'd still get plus 250 on Tennessee or plus two and a quarter on the Colts, uh, assuming both of those teams are the two playoff representatives out of the South. I'm right. I'm I'm total agreement with you. That's exactly where I was going to go. I I think the Colts win the division. I think they're just the more complete team, especially on the defensive side. I think that defense is going to allow them to stay in games. And as far as Carson Wentz, maybe takes a little time to to reacclimate to it. Anytime you're, you're bringing in a quarterback to a new team, it takes a little time offensively to adjust, but defensively they'll be able to compete. I think for the Titans, they're going to be able to score. Not sure how they're going to stop folks this year, but thinking about that division, in the AFC South, it's just a two-team race. You can throw out Jacksonville and throw out Houston total rebuild modes down there. So I'm in agreement with you. I mean, one of them has to win. So yeah, you're going to lose that piece. But also, neither of the schedules are that challenging. Also, because they play in the AFC South. So those are the first two teams that I go to right there. And I agree. I think if you do, if you bet both of them, yeah, you have to bet both, and you know you're going to lose one. But but looking at the rest of the AFC, I think it's pretty clear cut. That is going to be a division that is going to have two teams make the playoffs obviously one would be the wild card well this would be one of those where you can james you can lock in smaller profits here with a few of these take baltimore and cleveland they're both going to make the playoffs one of them is going to not win a division you lock in a small profit with them at plus 170 in the same deal with the south teams i would that would be the way i would do it again i know you're taking away some of those bigger prices but look plus 250 on tennessee to be a wild card or plus two and a quarter on Indy to be a wild card after you take out uh, after you take out uh, the other one winning the division. I think that's pretty solid, all things considered, on those two teams in the AFC wild card race. Let's go to the NFC here, James. Uh, not not quite as cut and dry as as this AFC wild card race, which again you get a nice little break there with those South teams. Are uh, the Rams the short shot? You'll notice a trend here. The three short shots are all out of the West. Rams at plus 160, Niners at plus 180, plus 185 on the Seahawks. And then, again, Tampa, they were a wild card in route to the Super Bowl championship last year, but uh, a big divisional favorite at plus 230 as the fourth one, the Saints at plus 280, and then the rest of the board, three to one or longer. Uh, James, this board is a lot harder to find value on. 
think the one that I like is probably the Cowboys sitting at plus 375. I think the Washington football team wins that division. Now, they have the tougher schedule because they have the first-place schedule as opposed to what Dallas did last year. But Dak Prescott coming back, hopefully for his sake, he's he's healthy and recovered from that gruesome ankle injury he suffered last year. But at plus 375, I just feel like this is within the within that division. Washington wins that, wins that division in my mind. But then you're going to get games against the Eagles that are a complete rebuild mode and the Giants. I know there's a lot of hype about the offense. I'm not a believer in, in Daniel Jones. I think it's the Cowboys. I think the East is another team that puts two teams into the playoffs while the wild card goes to the Cowboys plus 375. That would be one of those I'd look to play both Dallas and Washington if I were to do that division. When we get back here on Betting Across America. We shift back to the NBA. summer it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new vsin gear we've got hats shirts and mugs with the vsin logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about and it's not under till it's over visit the vsin store today at vsin.com store to find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift that's vsin.com store i'm jeff parles James Salinas in Colorado. It is betting across America here on VSIN. Our guy, Jonathan Von Tobel, will be with us in 10 minutes to talk NBA. But first, we got to get to the diamond. It is a full slate on a Thursday. A few day games have already been completed. Uh, the, uh, the Red Sox won 15 to 1. Shame on Boston for giving up a run in the ninth inning. The backdoor one for for Kansas City. No, I'm kidding. And a good win, as we said before, the Mariners continue to defy logic. They win 7-2 in Buffalo to win a series against the Blue Jays. James, we'll go through these night games. There are three games that you, uh, you have some action on, so we'll go through those three, and we'll start in the nation's capital with the red-hot Washington Nationals. Only two games behind the Mets all of a sudden in the NL East. They welcome the Dodgers in for the first of four. Tony Gonsolin and Patrick Corbin is your pitching matchup tonight. The Dodgers, a road favorite in this one. This one I'm waiting. I haven't got action on this one. I'm wanting to play the under in the first okay. five. It's sitting at five. It's sitting at basically a dollar fifteen to the under at five. But I'm waiting for the lineups to come out. I really want to see, and I haven't got. Just did another refresh here. Have not. It's just an expected line. I haven't got the confirmation as far as the lineup is concerned for Washington. Both Trey Turner and Juan Soto went out of that game. Turner, I think, jammed his finger sliding into one of the bags. Is he going to play tonight? Obviously, he's been key. Had the uh, the had the cycle last night for his birthday and hitting the baseball very well and we know Soto he's he's the toughest hitter in that lineup. We'll, we won't even talk about Schwarber right now. He's he's on another stratosphere when it comes to hitting the baseball for Washington. But I want to check the status because Soto also did leave. They said it was a hamstring. Then they're saying it was a cramp. Well, big difference between a cramp and a hamstring. Soto was crucial to that lineup. So as you're talking about the two and the three hitter here for with Turner and Soto. Need to make sure they are not. In in the lineup. That's where I'm going. If they're not in the lineup, I like my chance. I'll take my chances with 
Patrick Corbin did not start the season well, has pitched much better in the month of June, and then going up against the Dodgers lineup that struggles against left-handed pitching, and they, I think, collectively hit 219 against lefties. So with Corbin back on the mound, starting to find his groove a little bit now, getting it now that we're past June, but the last few starts has pitched much better than he did back in the early spring. Once I'll find out that confirmed lineup, if Turner and or Soto are in or not in the lineup, that'll really influence my bet on this game. So uh, pay attention to your lineups. If it's what, what James is looking for under first five with Corbin and Gonson. Corbin had an ERA over nine for an early chunk of the year. Has now gotten it back to uh, still not good, but better at 5.3 on ERA for Corbin. That's a 7.05 Eastern start in D.C., James, let's go to your neck of the woods. It's Coors Field. It's the St. Louis Cardinals who are actually coming off a series sweep. Uh, thank goodness for the Diamondbacks for a lot of these teams. Cardinals sweep Arizona uh, to uh, finish the month of June with three wins in the month. It's not what you want. And the uh, the Rockies have been great at Coors Field this year. Antonio Sanzatella will be on the mound. Cardinals slight favorite at minus 120 with a total of 11 at Coors, James. Well, and here's another one that I haven't bet yet. I'm waiting on the weather. Now, the last weather report here, we're seeing this across the country. We've seen some pretty significant weather where it's rain delays and then we get started again. I think that's what I need to see is when is this weather coming into Colorado? I don't live too far down the street here from Coors Field. And now I've the last report here, and this is why I've been kind of holding off. We're talking about a flood watch right now. If that's the case, obviously I'm going to stay away. But I wanted to go with Sensatel on the Rockies. I've been riding them the last – I didn't bet them – I didn't bet him last night, but the first couple games of the series, we know it's a completely different team with the Rockies playing in Coors as opposed to when they're on the road. And they, they can't hit the baseball. Just such a lack of confidence when they go out on the road to hit. But at home, completely different team. And that's where I was going. It was $1.20, $1.25 in favor of the Rockies. I was going to lay it with Colorado. But right now, I'm going to wait and see where this weather report is. We got a couple, we got about four hours before first pitch. If that rain is supposed to come in later this evening, I was supposed to be much later this evening, but now it looks like it's going to come in right around game time, Jeff, and if that's the case, then it'll be a stay away. I don't want to get involved with a game where we might have rain delays and now we mess with the starting pitching lineup. So, uh, weather, a possible issue in Denver tonight. The Rockies, by the way, talk about uh, Jekyll and Hyde, James. 28 and 16 at home. That's pretty good. 6 and 31 away from Coors Field this year. That is the worst in baseball so far this year. And so, uh, we're, we'll see uh, We'll see what the weather holds there for James Salinas and his potential play in the Rockies and the Cardinals. And then the last one you're looking at here, uh, weather shouldn't be a factor in Arizona. The Giants on the road to take on the Diamondbacks, who again, coming off a month where they won a hardy three games in a whole month. Cueto and Kelly, I was surprised to see Johnny Cueto as only a minus 130 opening favorite. It's been bet up to minus 141 consensus. James, I'll just say this. I'm on the Giants already tonight. I don't think that price is anywhere near where it should be. I would expect, expect it to be about minus 170, at least on the Giants. Are, are you thinking the same way I am? I'm thinking the under. I'm going the under. Okay. I did bet the under. Total it was nine. nine. Now it's 
Now it's yeah, it's sitting at nine. It was juiced at a dollar fifteen. Now it's juiced to a dollar twenty. Not a lot of bright spots on this Arizona within this roster for the D-backs. Merrill Kelly is probably one of the few bright spots there. Has pitched. Hey, he, he's really the only one that they can count on when they get wins. He's been the one that has won baseball games for them when he takes the hill. Uh, but I just think there, there's injuries again to the Diamondbacks lineup. There's a few injuries in the lineup for the Giants uh, as well. And Johnny Cueto, yeah, I, I, he had another great start last week. And he's he's had a little regression in the month of June, but a great start last Friday. And I think here, just a, a decimated D-backs team that really seems like we talk about tanking in the NBA, Jeff. Uh, is there tanking allowed in Major League Baseball? Because if there is, I think Arizona, let's highlight that one right now going forward. I mean, they're just butchering play. I don't know how the, the, the manager still has his job there. Just a complete debacle for the, for the Diamondbacks in that franchise right now. It's just a complete mess. I don't see him being able to hit the baseball. Again, Merrill Kelly, one of the few bright spots for the Diamondbacks, has pitched pretty well so far this season. Looking at the total, sitting at nine, was $1.15, now $1.20. I still recommend it. I just don't know where the runs and the hits are going to come from that decimated D-backs line. The Diamondbacks are 22 and 60. 22 and 60. A long way to go. Tank, tank, tank. <laughs> Eight games left on this misery for Arizona with their nice win percentage under 270. When we get back, Jonathan Von Tobel will be with us next to break down game five of the Bucks and the Hawks and his thoughts on Phoenix advancing to the NBA Finals next on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager into $100 on tonight's Hawks and Bucks game with BetMGM. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure you use the promo code VSIN100. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada. Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan, disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gamble Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-207-0717 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text Redline at 1-800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It is betting across America here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles, James Salinas, as always, in Colorado. And now with us, it's our NBA senior expert at VSIN. It is Jonathan Von Tobel. JVT, we, uh, let's just start with the game tonight. You have mentioned multiple times on the network, Giannis being out is a significantly bigger deal than Trey Young. But as of right now, we still don't know the status of Young. We know Giannis is out, but the line has moved the Hawks plus three from the two it was last night. Yeah, I didn't really understand that, right? Like the, the number moving, and especially moving after the Giannis news comes out, that he's officially not going to play. Right? Like that's the weird part about it. So, you know, you mentioned it. Like, this is going to be something with the Milwaukee Bucks from a defensive standpoint, Jeff. This is going to be a problem. If you look at the defensive rating when he's on the court, 109.1. When he's off the court, 116.7. Like, it's a massive drop-off from what they do on the defensive end. We could talk about offensively as well, but th- this is going to be pretty big for the Milwaukee Bucks because I still think that there's a universe, and even with Trey Young does not play because they're so bad defensively, uh, that the Hawks are going to be in a pretty good spot to win this thing. JVT, so thinking about the Hawks, well, Trey Young's not playing game four. What does the rotation look like for them? Lou Williams steps into the starting lineup to facilitate the offense. First start in the playoffs in his career and had a sensational game, not only shooting the basketball seven of nine from the outside, but eight assists, getting guys in position and filled the role admirably. I don't know if we'll see quite that performance out of Lou Williams if he is called upon to start. But thinking about the other side with Giannis being out now, is it Bobby Portis that steps in? Like, how does this impact? They're already weren't very deep 
to the bench to begin with for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Now you're going to have to bring in if it if it is Portis, whatever this looks like. Like this is really a this is really a tough matchup for the Hawks or the Bucks offensively. Who do you think is is it going to be Portis that steps in? And then what is this offense going to look like with Giannis who dominates the ball? Everybody getting to the rim. Defense is really keying on him. What's it going to look like offensively for the Bucks? And what can we what can we see pace of play look like for Milwaukee? Yeah, so I think when you look at everything with with Milwaukee in terms of a statistical profile, James, without Giannis on the floor, they become a gem shooting team. If you you know, we were talking about this on Ball of the Money this morning, where if you look at some of the frequency of attempt numbers at the rim with Giannis on the court, they take about thirty five percent of their attempts within four feet of the basket. Without Giannis on the court, that drops to twenty nine percent. Their shooting percentage at the rim goes from seventy two percent to sixty, or it's actually fifty nine percent. So you're essentially sitting at sixty percent. Like it's a massive drop off in terms of their presence within four feet of the basket. So they going to become a jump shooting team. If their shots are going to start to fall, if we're talking mid range shots, three point shots, then they're going to have a successful night. But it leads to some really high variance. And a lot of the times when you have looked, and Giannis missed eleven games. He only played 33 minutes per game, so you know, he wasn't out there. I shouldn't say a lot, but hey, he didn't have the minutes load that a lot of the other stars did. So you can kind of build a representative sample size here. Drew Holiday had some really good games in the games in which Milwaukee missed from an offensive standpoint, which is interesting because if you look at the market, the market actually really spiked in terms of Chris Middleton's like point total prop, right? Like We're talking about like 27 and a half, things like that. I would actually, I think Drew Holiday is the guy to watch in terms of maybe playing an over on a point total or expecting a little bit more. And I think Middleton becomes more of a facilitator. We've seen his assist spike in the games in which Giannis was not out there. Uh, we've seen his ability to pass a couple of the times in the postseason. He's got an eight-assist game. He's got a six-assist game. Uh, and he's averaging six assists in the series overall. So I think that's kind of what you're looking at here. There's going to be no rim presence. You're not going to see a lot of free throws. You're going to see a lot of jump shots. You're going to see a lot of three-point shots. And if those fall, right, it leads to some success. But I think this is going to become a jump-shooting performance here for the Milwaukee Bucks, and that leads to a, a shaky offensive performance potentially. Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT, with us right now here on Betting Across America. Uh, JVT, we've seen the totals nosedive through this postseason, and, and tonight, uh, tonight, another one that's really low at 215. Uh, would there be a, any look on that total for you either way, or is it a stay off just because we have to see if Trey Young's going to be able to suit up and the unknown factors of what Milwaukee is exactly going to look like without Giannis there? No, I, I actually, I, I'm kind of surprised by the move that is so low. Jeff, I mean, we'll, we'll put it this way. So, right, I told you about the fact that with Giannis off the court, uh, the defensive rating from 109.1 to 116.7. But how about this? When you have Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton in the mix on the floor together without Giannis under the Kupo, the net rating gets better, right? It goes from negative 0.6 to plus 0.6. But they're giving up a lot defensively. Like, that defensive rating actually gets worse, surprisingly, from 116.7 to 118 with both Middleton and Holiday on the floor together without Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I do think that this, and then their offense, by the way, gets much better. It's like 119, going back to that high variance thing, right? If they're hitting their three-point shots, if they're hitting their jumpers, then that could lead to some really good offense. So if Trey Young's out there, we'll see the market adjust. You know, I was I was just kind of surprised the market got to as low as this is because this actually has the potential, I think, to be kind of a high-scoring affair. You know, even without Trey Young. Right, the rim is a little bit softer in terms of the protection for Milwaukee. It leads to big performances for Quincy Pella. Uh, obviously, if the shooting is going down for the Milwaukee Bucks, that leads to scoring too. Kevin Herter, Bogdanovich can exploit a very soft defense as well. So I actually think that this might even, you know, with or without Trey Young, be a little bit higher scoring than the market thinks it might be. 
So thinking about this series going forward now, JVT, and obviously you talked about market adjustments. It is definitely adjusted now. The the Bucks still a, a small favorite, basically a dollar and a quarter to win the series. Uh, do you like their chances with Giannis? Who knows if he's going to come back? I suspect he doesn't come back. And even with Trey Young being gone, if he's not on the floor, we've seen what Atlanta looks like without Trey Young on the court. Which way would you go right now if you didn't have an investment in this series? Would you still like the Bucks' chances? sitting there uh, basically at a pick them laying just a dollar twenty dollar twenty five to win the series I mean it, I James I just need to know right like that's the information you need to know if Giannis is going to be on the court or not because if he's not uh, I think the Hawks are have the ability to really exploit them defensively it's just so hard given the unknown factor you know JVT, just uh, just just l- let's look at the uh, the Western Conference final that ended yesterday uh, the Suns uh, get it done. They eliminate your Clippers, uh, which, again, uh, a, a heck of a run for L.A. to get to this point, especially with Kawhi missing this whole series. But for the Phoenix side, JVT, just looking at either matchup, uh, this feels like that they're going to be a pretty significant favorite regardless of whoever wins the East now. Oh, I, I don't know if it would be regardless, right? Like, so – Let's say Giannis comes back right after the missing this game and he's healthy and ready to go. The Bucks are going to be favored in that series. So, like, their, their power rating has definitely improved, Jeff, and they will be a favorite over Atlanta. Uh, and it'd be fascinating in a matchup, by the way. But I'm really curious because I think Phoenix from, you know, like, I'm trying to think of a way to put it, like, I think the market has improved their power rating quite a bit. But this has been a run that has been aided by injury. And how much do we upgrade them because of the run that they have? And because of the injuries that they're going to face on the other side, right? Like the bracket is softened for them quite a bit. But I still think they'd be an underdog to Milwaukee if Giannis comes back in that NBA Finals. Very slight, though. Every time we're like probably like a dollar twenty price tag on Milwaukee, but they'll probably be over a two dollar favorite over Atlanta. JVT, thinking about that matchup, let's say it is either one, whichever team gets in there. Thinking about how they play defense, and we know how. F- how Phoenix facilitates their offense, Chris Paul getting into the lane, getting into the, you know, free throw line extended kind of area. And uh, as far as matchups go, does that, that one almost seems like a worse matchup for Milwaukee based on the style of defense that they play matching up with the Phoenix offense, as opposed to Atlanta where they, with their defense now, and it's starting to see more Cam Reddish getting out on the court too. Which one do you think would be more advantageous for the Suns, especially offensively against either the Hawks and, or the Bucks defensively? I, like, you know, James, I'm really fascinated by that conversation, right? Because, like, you, you can build an argument for Phoenix matching up well, I think, with either defense, right? So if we start with Atlanta, for example, I know that we've had this conversation a lot when it comes to Trey Young. The Hawks have done their best to hide Trey Young in a lot of these series, right, if he's going to be on the court. Try to hit, hide him against Seth Curry. Seth Curry had an incredible series against him for Philadelphia. Uh, they hide him right in the corner on P.J. Tucker. Uh, we haven't seen a lot in terms of exploitation there, uh, but you can't get away with that, right? P.J. Tucker is just a guy who's going to camp in the corner and get kickouts for threes, so you don't really have to worry about that if you're Trey Young. But now think about this from Atlanta's perspective is who are you hiding him on in this series, right? Like if it's Mikhail Bridges, who tends to camp around the, the three-point line? Well, Mikhail Bridges, as we saw last night, is actually a phenomenal cutter. He's really great at moving off of the ball. So Trey Young's going to still have to move and guard pretty well if he's going to be guarding Mikhail Bridges. Jay Crowder as well. Jay Crowder, you know, again, more off-ball move. It's still kind of a spot-up shooter more than anything else, but a massive size advantage. Do they start to run stuff, more stuff through Jay Crowder if it's going to be him on, you know, Trey Young on Jay Crowder? And then outside of that, you go through it, and you're right, like the wing defenders are going to help that they have out there. But Chris Paul 
and Devin Booker are such elite scorers. Like, you know, you have Bogdan Bogdanovich and you have Cam Bredish. Are, are those two going to hold up in those matchups there? And I, I think those, like, those are really fascinating matchups to look for in that regard in terms of Phoenix versus Atlanta. And then you have the flip side. You mentioned it, right? The drop coverage, the soft pick and roll in the middle, all of those things, elite mid-range scorers can really take advantage of. And last time I checked, you had two pretty good mid-range scorers for the Phoenix Suns, right? Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So, like, I think there's really positive matchups for them in the Phoenix He's Jonathan Von Tobel. Get him on the tweets at me, JVT, of course, our decent senior NBA analyst. JVT, thanks for being with us today, buddy. Yeah, you got it, man. Thank you. You got it. Uh, For James Salinas, James, good luck on your bets tonight. I'll see you tomorrow here on the program. I'm Jeff Parles. This has been Betting Across America here on VSIN. Danielle Olvari, Wes Reynolds on My Guys in the Desert. Coming your way next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 